The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and College Podcast, presented to you by the CSPN. I'm one half of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante, on Twitter, aka Nigamore, aka Y'all are not fuck okay, aka um, Don't be weird and stupid and loud and head ass on Air Green's internet. And as usual, I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. What's up? This is Bianca. Sweet and simple. I like it. Um, so speaking of short, sweet and simple, um, this episode gonna be a short one because um, yeah, it's just gonna be a short one. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to you. Um, uh, it's one of these episodes me and Bianca, me and Bianca just talking, but um, uh, we we still gonna give y'all hashtag content. But before we do that, um. Let's get the church announcements and order business out of the way. Um, as I said, you're listening to a CSPN uh, media presentation. Go to our website, cspn.us. Click that Crown of College tab. Listen to all of our episodes thus far. And if you love this hashtag content that me and Bianca provide for you on a weekly or, you know, Unless we skip a week, but it's fine. Um, Mosey on over to that Keep Our Podcast free tab on the right side of our website. Shot with our many sponsors. Bianca, give them a brief summary of some of the sponsors, if you don't mind. Yeah, so Amazon is still sponsoring us, much to my amazement. Uh, all you got to do is go to cc.us slash sponsors. Click into Amazon from there. It'll take you to the Amazon homepage. It'll look just like your homepage normally does. And then you shop like you normally do, and you pay like you normally do, and you get your shit shipped like you normally do. And a portion of the sale price comes to CSPN because it's like, hey, somebody from CSPN is shopping at Amazon. That's pretty cool, I would say. Um, and, yeah, we know Amazon has their issues as a company, but you can help keep our show free by doing your Amazon shopping if you are so inclined. Um, let's see. We are also sponsored by AdamEveToys.com. Um, Adam Eve Toys is the one of the largest sex toy shops in the Internet. Um, you can get 50% off one item by going to cspn.us slash sponsors, scrolling on all the way down to the Adam E. Toys link. Click, do your shopping, put an O-Toy at the checkout, and do your saving. Still have a connection with mycomicshop.com, probably presented by Lone Star Comics, so you can buy, sell, trade, and collect comic books. You can also get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at Audible by coming to cspn.us slash sponsors, rolling on down. That one's toward the bottom as well. So, yes, 30-day uh, trial for free. You also get a free book. You can keep the book forever, even if you cancel the trial. So that's pretty neat. If you want to have something to listen to to inspire you or to help you get in that mood or help you get in that money-making mood or whatever it is, whatever it takes. We're also sponsored by Blue Apron. If you're like me and you're never home, but cooking is something you still aspire to do, Blue Apron's awesome because you get farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes delivered weekly to your door. Always ship free, skip the grocery store, and get cooking. $30 off your first Blue Apron order by using the referral link that can be found at cspn.us slash sponsors. For a complete list of our sponsors, please go to cspn.us slash sponsors. See them all, do some shopping, help keep these shows free. You love us, right? I know you do. Correct. 
And the bonus is you won't have to pay to listen to my ass sound like um rained on firewood. You know what? That's you know what? Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um speaking of speaking of toys though, uh I what shit, hold on, let me pull this up because I, I just had the shit pulled up. Speaking of toys, uh something that I never thought I'd see in my day, um, is that Friday, this Friday is the last uh is the last week of Toys R Us stores that will be closed officially nationwide. All Toys R Us stores will be closed Friday. Who would have thought that in our lifetime there'll be no more Toys R Us? Like Toys R Us used to I, listen, hey, say what you want, but my, my black ass used to go to Toys R Us to get to, uh, when when Walmart and uh, GameStop was bullshit, I used to go to Toys R Us to get my goddamn video games. I, don't... <laughs> I saw the joke that said Toys R Us is having their closeout sales, so go and buy all your things for all the same prices that every other store had it at all along. And that's a great synopsis of my feelings about Toys R Us. That shit was too rich for my blood, straight up. Like I remember the first time I went to Toys R Us, I might have been like nine years old. Yeah, it took that long to get to Toys R Us. Might have been about nine years old, and yeah, I was, and even at that time, um, had a sense of mind of, wow, these prices are high. Because I remember I used to go to KB Toys, which is in the mall, RIP. Um, and I never felt bad about the things I bought from KB Toys, you know, based on the price of my allowance or whatever. But yeah, Toys R Us, ooh, pulled on the old uh, allowance strings really hard. Yeah, I mean they always been hot the motherfucker. Like again, the only thing I bought out of that out of that bitch was video games. I ain't never bought no toys, no bike, no goddamn trampoline, no water gun. I ain't buy shit out of that. I ain't buy shit out of that, that goddamn store unless it was video games. And even then, like like I said, the only reason I would go like if the if the spot in the mall wasn't jumping or Walmart didn't have the shit or shit, even to a lesser extent, shit Target hell, uh, buying shit at Toys R Us was the last. Resort and, and again, the shit was only video games, but hey, yeah, yeah, Toys R Us is hotter than motherfuckers. <laughs> hot shit. That's why, yo, you know how you know how hot Toys R Us is. Like since they been went bankrupt, the company went bankrupt because they went bankrupt, right? Yep. See, they these niggas went bankrupt and been having these these percentage off sales and shit. They got down at now they at like fifty seventy percent. That shit still has a motherfucker. <laughs> Like I said, get those, get all your toys at the prices everywhere else has had them all along. Right. Hey, baby's off to school though. But it's just weird the fact that like, real like off. it's weird. Like, I mean, of course they high shit, but you know, kid, kids love some goddamn toys. Rush, that look, that goddamn retarded. That well, let me not say that. Hey, hey, oh. hey, hey, hey! Don't be talking about Jeffrey. That, How you gonna say fuck toys? Rush, but then say don't talk about Jeffrey. What is what is true, friend? What is true? What is true is that Jeffrey is a giraffe, and as a tall human being, I identify with giraffes on a very spiritual level. Thank you for asking. All right. Okay, friend. All right. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it could be fucked them, them, them other niggas, but I'm down for my mascot. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. Cause Jeffrey just, Jeffrey just wanted to, Jeffrey just wanted to say a happiness to the little children. That's all. Oh, correct. That's all. That's why I say kids love. Jeffrey didn't know shit about prices. Right. That's why I say it. it's weird because like kids love Toys R Us, but then like as adults we see like you know, 
these prices. Mm. <sighs> oof, oof. <sighs> but you know, R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. We just killed the club. R.I.P. Jeffrey, an icon, a legend. He's he's well. He sh- he shall be dead Friday. Mourn him. Um, speaking of speaking of mourning. Um, so today is the nine, nine year, um, anniversary, I guess I should say nine years to the day that, um, Michael Joseph V. Jackson, um, passed away and left this earth. Um, you know, a lot of people on social media today was, you know, playing MJ and asking the question that we pretty much ask every year, uh, where were you when MJ passed? Uh, we, I was at work watching the College World Series when the news broke. I, uh, <laughs> I, shit, I think I was I was in class or some shit. It's like, like 11. But, you know what? First of all, first of all, my age shall not be a deterrent from the fact that I was. Okay. I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you could be sad about Michael Jackson dying. Okay, so you you know how you pe- hashtag you people. I know how to hashtag them niggas be. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that like my I'm saying that like my ass don't have my get off my lawn moments my damn self. But anyway, it's fine. I um, mean, you're the oldest what twenty six year old in the world. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fine. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I was. As a matter of fact, I think I might have just yeah, because I graduated oh nine. I just was filling out my uh, application. Well, not filling, filling out my application, but I was just going to like to uh, to college, like to visit the campus where I was going and shit. And then the news passed that Michael, the news broke that Michael passed, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I, hey, cause I my mom had texted me actually that day, um, and I was like, "No, nah, that's a rumor." And I had to get you know right back to work. So I was like, ah, that's a rumor. He ain't dead. And then, yeah, that nigga was dead. Right. It just feel like Michael was one of them people that you didn't think was supposed to die. Right. <laughs> it was like, like not, like, not Michael. I guess about these things, I can't wait to get up out of here. But yeah, Mike wasn't one of them. Come on. He didn't deserve that. Right. Doctor, Doctor Conrad. Conrad Murphy Con- or whatever his name is. Aunt Connor nigga. <laughs> Doctor Connor, Doctor Killer nigga. Who was his name? Conrad Murray? Yeah. First of all, you ain't never met a nigga named Murray in your life that was worth a damn. That's number one. I mean, I still contend that Roscoe is the most ancient nigga name of all time, but, I mean, you're not wrong. It's up there. It's up there. Nah, Roscoe is, like, Roscoe is, like, the reason for that list to exist. ain't never met a Roscoe worth a shit. Guarantee it. Shout out to you, Roscoe, listening to the show, actually. (laughs) Random nigga nigga named Roscoe. Random nigga named Roscoe just got offended. We just lost one listener. <laughs> Please, if you are if you are or know Roscoe, and Roscoe may or may not listen to the show, please tell him to skip this episode. Yes, because the, nothing good will come from him listening to this episode. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, Bianca is hateful. Roscoe is VV strong. VV strong. No, um, excuse you. It's not hatred if it's factual. First off, secondly. <laughs> It's not personal. I didn't. I didn't make Roscoe um, 
throw that ball um, all the way up the court with 12 seconds left in the game. Mm. Do you remember that when UConn played Texas all them years back and Roscoe got the rebound on the loose ball and Roscoe threw the ball a whole damn length to the court with like 15 seconds left? Uh, I seen I seen the shit on uh on sports. Yeah, that shit was the not top ten number one play for so long uh, he had to retire it. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, remember when he, do ESPN do sports center still do that? Like not top ten and shit. I'm pretty sure they do. Okay, because I was say it's been so long since I actually watched sports center. Well, first of all, since I had the time to watch the shit, right? Because uh, because nigga be working, but uh, but yeah, like. Yeah, Mike was one of them niggas where it's like when he died, I feel like even if you weren't necessarily a fan, which first of all, I don't know how the fuck you wasn't a Michael Jackson fan, but you know, whatever. Stranger things have happened. Um, yeah. And then too, like everybody, it was just kind of like it didn't settle in that he he passed until maybe like what, what you want to say? Maybe like a week or two afterwards. Maybe. Oh, no, that, and that's kind of a good thing to bring up here because, like, one of the things that happened was the BET Awards, which was this past weekend, um, actually was the first award show that had to deal with um, doing what we would call a proper Michael Jackson tribute. And if I remember right, he passed away on a Thursday. He, Thursday. He and, passed away that Thursday, and the awards was Sunday. Sunday, yeah. So they had to put that together in like three days. And by all accounts, they did okay. Like, it wasn't the greatest tribute. Um, shout out to Daryl Finnessy one time, who was my avi for like a month on Twitter. He was the nigga who was singing. He had the eyes all big and wide. <laughs> Ooh, I should make that my avi again today. To come oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, yeah, that was... yo, and now that you think, yo, that might pass right when like Twitter first started. That was the first big Twitter story. Right. Wow, it was, it was that was the first big Twitter story right there. Right, that's ooh, and that was in the quote unquote golden era of Twitter, quote unquote. You know what? Everybody who say, "Oh, I missed 2009 Twitter," kiss my ass because 2009 Twitter wasn't hitting on shit. Yeah, I said it. I mean, facts of prison. Facts yeah, of prison. It. Like the shit was hitting like when you had like a good sized group of people you knew from like other websites. But Twitter itself, in aggregate, was not hitting in 2009. 2011 is when Twitter, like... Yeah, I was about to say, I would say 2011, maybe 2012, that when it really popped off. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, but first of all, we all know niggas that say shit like that. Only one, I don't want to go go back to when they could say, hey, that shit, and nobody would check them, so... No, because a lot of our favorites also pine for that time, and I'm just like, for what? Like, I mean, these are people who still only follow like seventy people, granted, but <laughs> good luck. Good luck. So, like as far as their usage, like shit ain't really changed like talking about it. Only the amount of people that are surrounding them has. But yeah, no, I'm talking about it. Anyway, um back to Michael Jackson and Daryl Fantasy. On that day at that hour. Um Yeah, that was a really interesting time. That was when we really learned about like the way Twitter could help like move news and influence opinions and impact things. And another thing that happened around that same time was the uh, was when Iran had banned Twitter and people were setting their location to Tehran um, to get around basically to show, hey, like this ban's kind of silly, Iran. Like, let's... Yeah. And we're going to prove it. <laughs> Here's how. But yeah, no, that story broke and I remember watching the BET Awards at work that Sunday, like kind of watching, like it was on and you know, it was on in the break room and like 
when I went in the break room, it was when Janet Jackson was, you know, trying her best to keep it together and do her. She did. Her, she did her. She did her best. She 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 tried. Yeah. I mean, and all, for all intents and purposes, did fairly well, but you could tell it was. Yeah, it was. It was heavy. Yeah. I feel like I feel like have at least shit probably throughout her whole speech she wanted to cry and rightfully so. Right. Speaking of. They would have settled that with the closest. So yeah, I can Speaking of push pause real quick. Speaking of Joe done fucked around and got diagnosed with cancer. What? Yeah, Joe Jackson, um that shit broke I wanna I wanna say Friday. Wow. Yeah, because we we're recording on Monday. Y'all probably hit the shit even Tuesday or Wednesday. But yeah, it was that he because I, I, I saw an article like he been diagnosed with um with cancer. And well actually he he been fighting cancer, but they like I guess it's gotten worse worse than like he's in the like uh and I don't want to be insensitive here, but he it's a good chance he's probably gonna lose that battle. Um hmm. so uh when I saw that I was like, cause you know, people have mixed feelings about Joe, which is foul, because I mean we all saw the movie and we all done seen excerpts from Michael and Janet and some of those about how and shit, Catherine, her damn self. Uh, we done seen, yeah, so I mean, we done seen accounts of Joe and how he is. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not shaming anybody who don't give a fuck that that nigga might die. So, I, I get it. This, this is not me shaming. I get it. Um, I just wonder how, cause, cause who all, cause it's what, it's Janet, Reby, uh, um, Jermaine, Tito, Tito. Who still has the funniest tweet in all of Twitter history? Just because of how mistimed it was. Like he 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 had the first like huge Twitter blunder, I would say. Like that wasn't a I got hacked situation when he uh when Japan had that earthquake and he he apparently was in Japan or uh, on his way to Japan at the same time. And uh, this thing he used to say was when he went to New York City was like enter city here, can you feel it? Enter <laughs> country here, can you feel it? And he did that when he got to Japan. And then, like, five minutes later, he tweeted, I got to go. Peace. Oh, no. Tito, what are you doing, baby? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, that was a moment. Like, Oh, wow. Whew, okay. All right, Tito. But, uh, but yeah, I just wonder how Joe, you know, again, possibly losing his battle with counsel is going to affect them. But, yeah, that shit broke Friday. And how... <laughs> But yeah, like I said, I ain't trying to shame nobody that don't give a damn about Joe. Cause I mean, again, we we've seen we we have accounts of the type of nigga he was, what type of nigga, husband, father he was. So I I get it. Uh, a nigga slash motherfucker he was. Yeah, woof, talk about a nigga slash motherfucker. Woof, woof. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah. Back to Mike. Um, uh, like I said, I just came back from like checking out the you know the on the dorm and shit and making sure my shit was together and then I got back home and then me and my dad both was watching the news like and that nigga my dad he was in disbelief you know because my you first of all my dad old shit and they're gonna be 72 I think no 73 dad, you know? are you younger than me with a daddy like way older than my parents because I was an accident baby oh okay yeah it's fine my folks thought they my folks thought they weren't gonna have no more children, and I was like, "Well, then you showed up, right?" <laughs> I was like, "Hello, hit me." Hello. I was like, "I was like, you thought," <laughs> but uh, 
But like, this is somebody that you know that watched Michael, you know, his entire life, and a fan of Michael his entire life, and of course, you know, being the old nigga that he is, uh, which is also why my ass is kind of old because I was literally and figuratively raised on old school. So it's like me and him watching the news, like, what the fuck? Like, Michael? Mike? What? And it's just like, and and that's the all we did the whole day was watch, that whole weekend was watch the goddamn news, more stories that came out about Mike, more accounts, Conrad Murray looking funny in the goddamn light. Uh, and it was just a lot. And like, it was like the whole world was mourning. Because Michael Jackson had passed. Yeah. And that's, you know, that, but that's just a testament to how great and how important and how revolutionary and iconic Mike was. That the whole world mourned this nigga. The whole, like, the world stopped and was like, it was like we was in Earth Song. Right. Like everybody needed a timeout. Like it was right. <laughs> right. It's like everybody thought everybody wished they could be at that part in the video when he when uh, time reverses shit. <laughs> it's like, no, no, bring Mike back. Take this uh raggedy nigga slash motherfucker that we don't like. Take him instead. <laughs> I can't even remember who we collectively thought was trash at the time to even think of trading Mike in for. R. Kelly? You know what? That is a perk yes. Yes, yes. Perfect, perfect example. Um, I don't remember the time that I was on the internet where, like, at least some portion of the people I hung with online didn't think R. Kelly was utter shit, but... Yeah. So. You know, niggas, niggas wanting to step in the name of love, you know, and... Mm. <sighs> but we don't need to get down that rabbit hole. Uh, but yeah. Oh, what... Real quick mention, real quick mention, real quick, because fuck that nigga. But his ex-wife um, has spoken out and given accounts of abuse that she suffered at the hands of that nigga. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I think what his, like, actual, actual, like, not one of his, you know, girls that he, you know, groomed and shit. I think, like, his actual ass wife and shit. Or ex-wife. Okay. Yeah, ex-wife. But still. So it's like, you know, but like, like you said, niggas, niggas still want to step in the name of love and shit, but you know, any goddamn. Oh, that song ain't even that cold, man. Let's, let's be real. The shit that. don't, the, listen, the shit don't slap no more, okay? I'm not going to say the shit don't slap, but like, the song ain't that cold. Like, because saying it don't slap, it sounds like it never slapped, which just isn't true. And I don't like telling lies on people. But yeah, no, like, we, we, we off that shit. Like, that's why I say it don't slap no more. That, that shit coexists right alongside with like the cha-cha slide fall like yeah, which is a song that decidedly don't slap anymore. So, but yeah, um, I don't even think you know we should do a like you know what's your favorite MJ da 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 because people were doing that on on Twitter all all day, which uh, which no shade. Um, I just you know, cause I feel like we we see we probably gonna talk about an MJ album at some point. Or, well, another one for one of our bring it backs in a goddamn way. Right. So, uh, so we'll do that when the time comes. But you know, R.I.P. to the gloved one. And uh, speaking, and since speaking of while we're here, speaking of the BT Awards, uh, so we recording this Monday again. Y'all probably hear the shit Tuesday, Wednesday. So that was Sunday, and Jamie hosted again, and I watched the shit. Bianca didn't watch the shit. Um, I have morals. Uh, <laughs> uh, while we here. 
I don't. Can someone tell me when it became anti-black, quote unquote, to not really give a fuck about the BET Awards or criticize the BET Awards? Can somebody please tell me when did us, when did people, black people, not really seeing it for the BET Awards and really, you know, BET how they move about shit? When did that become? When did we start lumping that in with anti-blackness? Um. I don't know, because when was the last time Beyonce performed for the BET Awards? Mmm. Mmm. Shit, or Jay-Z. Yeah, and I'm not trying to, like, do the sort of false equivalency thing that people, you know, love doing on the good old internet, but, like, some people just ain't here for the BET Awards, and that's okay. Um, I I hate the, like, class-based criticisms of the BET Awards, like people who position it as like a second read award show or whatever, but... Yeah, I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. But I think it's a difference between... Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, and I don't know if it just existed on the internet, it ain't probably done, because... Cause it's you, like the word and apply it to everything? Yeah, because you... Right, and you know, there's nothing to do under the sun, but it's this thing, weird thing on, especially with Twitter, where it's like, you can't if you critique something, that means you hate it. And if you critique, and if you love something, you can't critique it. Right. And that's weird to me. For example, I love Game of Thrones. I got into the shit late. But I love Game of Thrones. I love the fuck out of that, sh- uh, out of that show. I can't wait for it to come back. But. But I was coming back. Say what now? But I wasn't coming back. I thought it was finished. No, th- this next season is the last season. Okay. Um. But and I, I stopped because I caught in. I caught in with it. I want to say with season five, and then I went back and watched everything else and got caught up. Um, but from and maybe it's me not watching it from the beginning like everybody else and binge watching and catching up. But I noticed, especially with that last season, ooh, especially with that last season, there was a bunch of inconsistencies, a bunch of bad writing, a bunch of loose plot holes that they tried to tie together badly at that, which again, bad writing and stuff. And it was just, you could tell that the quality and the effort that they put in writing wise was not consistent with what drew people into the series in the beginning where they spent most of the budget in these later seasons on the special effects and all that shit, which is cool, but it cost them in other areas. And it's like with certain people, if you brought this up, it came off as hating in that you just you just hate the show, you just shitting on the show, and it's like, no, I can enjoy something but also critique it, and especially if the critique is valid, that don't mean I'm shitting on it, it's just, I, as a fan of this art, these are some problems that I see with this art, but I still enjoy this art. And right. and, it's, and I think that, and, and that, bringing it back on Circle, I think that's with the beat with BET Awards and just with BET in general, it's like, I don't. I'm not rooting against BET. I'm not hating on BET. I don't you want. Mean, you want it to be as good a show as it can be, though. Right. Exactly. And again, as good as a network as it can be, because I mean, we we not finna sit here and act like the quality of shit. And and also maybe it's because we've grown older and our tastes have changed, our thoughts have changed. Well, some of us, because right. But um, <laughs> but um, you know, some of us have grown and evolved, and our tastes are different. But at the same time. BT was a lot better when a lot of when we were younger. 
You know, and it don't even matter what age range you fall in at this point on Twitter. Like most people remember, comment view on BET coming at you six nights a week. Get your laugh on. Hey. Get your laugh on. Hey. Most of us remember Rap City the Basement. Most of us remember when 106 and Park was good. <laughs> you know, a lot a lot of us remember, you know, some of the other programming on BET shit, girlfriends, you know, when they had um shit, even though I mean Oof, objectively, now that we older, it was a badass show. But shit, a lot of us remember shit when they acquired Moesha for a little bit of, of time. You know what I mean? We we remember when they acquired a lot of black sitcoms and shit. You know, when they acquired My Wife and Kids and shit. Like, it was a time where BET was quality content, and they just haven't been consistently. They just haven't been for recent years. And that's just... That's just critique. It's not saying, you know, BT says she ceased to exist or, you know, again, calling them a second rate network because that's not true. Now, that I do take issue with. That's that's some bullshit. That's some. Now, that is anti blackness, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah some classic shit thinking just because it's black that it's second right, rate. Right, 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 right. But that's separate from saying that, hey, this quality hasn't been consistent with the with, with the black excellence you, you niggas used to consistently put out. Um, and I think that's, again, that's evident with the BET Wars. Like, if I, and, and again, right now, I'm just speaking because I know Bianca didn't watch it, but that shit, you can't, if you watch the BET Wars, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that shit, they basically, it basically came off as like, they, hi, they hired Jamie to do the Anita Baker tribute, but they didn't hire him to host because that shit was all over the place, Jamie, and I love and I love Jamie. I mean, he in a little bit of hot water because he allegedly um, struck a young lady in the face with his um, tallywhacker. Um, and honestly, if you have listened to the Foxhole on Sirius Satellite Radio back in the day and listen to them niggas carry on, it, it's believable. And that's all right. I say. <laughs> if you, if I'm you, not saying it's be true, just that hey, yeah, I can believe it. I'd right if you if you listen to the foxhole and him and Johnny Mac and all them niggas. Mm. But anyway, um, and I love Jamie as an entertainer, as a singer, like as a comedian. But he just didn't have it. He was trying to make fetch happen with some of the jokes. Oh my God, they wore Wakanda. Listen. Retire Black Panther. It's it's tired, y'all. I'm sorry. Like it's we had a moment. It was a great moment. It was it's excuse me. It's still breaking records. It's still one of the best movies of of the year. It's still one of the best Marvel movies. All that good jazz. It has its place in history. But it's tired. Like Michael B. Jordan and uh, Chat with Bozeman, They tired. They tired of being Killmonger and goddamn uh, T'Challa. They tired. They tired of Wakanda forever. Cause Jamie Jamie um. Jamie basically called him. They they honored this nigga. They honored this nigga chat with Bozeman, and the motherfucker wasn't even there. Like, <laughs> and I ain't talking about like winning an award because I think Black Panther won for best movie. But just just saying like, there's only one king that we acknowledge, and then then trying to point to T'Challa. This motherfucker ain't even in the goddamn audience or shit. Like, just, what are y'all doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but yeah, it just wasn't. Well put together, and then there were technical issues, there were sound issues, you know, teleprompter issues. It's just, you know, 
the BET Awards, they don't fell off, man. And it's still entertaining. You know, it's still fun to, you know, live tweet, you know, with Pete, with everybody. What you mean they fell off when they ain't never even really been on? I don't uh, watch BET Awards. Yeah. So now, see, that's the kind of shit I don't really care for. That I don't really care for. I mean, I you, need the 90s R&B back. The, you know what? Speaking of which, I saw you go on a tangent on Twitter, and I felt that you were going to talk about it on the show. It had something to do with music and shit. I'm gonna talk about that later, but yeah, okay. Uh, oh, I, you know what? I I got the perfect segue for that shit too. Um, um so um, so but just around. Is Tiana Taylor's album out, by the way? Say what now? Is Tiana Taylor's album out yet? Like the day it, well, it is. Um, okay. I, it is. I didn't listen to it. Um, Curtis and Candace did, and they gave we gave a, well they did, but uh, they gave a little um review of it on the la- latest episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Um, I didn't listen to that shit. Oh, like that one, on TSPN. Uh, hello. Uh, TSPN.us, one of your leaders of like podcasts. Yeah, you know, hello. All right, get with the winning team, ho. But uh, I didn't listen to that shit. Don't plan on listening to that shit. No shade to Tiana. Um, and it ain't even just like a, uh, like this a fuck you. very clearly shade to Tiana. You, I mean, the- you and your, I only want the 90s music. No. Clearly, obviously shade to Tiana. Hello. Hilarious. But I just think, I just don't, care to listen to her music. You know, that's just, you know, I don't really care to listen to her music. Uh, I mean, in fairness, the reason I said no shade to, to Tiana, it's a lot of people like that. I Like, I just, you know. Why are you hating on her music? Why are you hating, hating on her efforts to make music? I mean, good luck. That's all. <laughs> good luck, everybody. Um, but yeah, so I think um, Black Panther won for best um for best for best movie. Uh, Migos won for best group. I th- uh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying the categories. It was they had fucking Migos in the same category with as a a, a trial call quest. Now, I love a trial call quest, but these are the nigga awards. <laughs> Them niggas won't win no that. Uh, listen, uh, you can feel how you want to feel about the Migos. It's fine. I get it. Half of the critiques will probably probably be valid, and I'll agree with them. But on the, the rain that them got down, um, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, dressing motherfuckers <laughs> been on. Niggas wasn't caring about no damn trial car quest. Now they should, but in today's you know young people hippity hop, them niggas wasn't going. Them, like, of course, Migos was going to win that. Of course. Um, I think Cardi B and Bruno won for best collaboration. I think. Um, yeah. Shit, what? Blackness, proximity to whiteness, um, ambiguously black people. Um, they don't claim their blackness. Cultural appropriation. Uh, finesse was copied in the nineties. Even though, oh my god, I love the nineties. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I just put, I, I just pulled it up. Um, and some of these, some of these that they didn't even uh show on the uh, on the awards. But uh, let's see. Yeah, Bruno won. Bruno Bruno won for uh best male R and B pop artist. Uh, Drake won video he's of the year. Black. He's appropriating. <laughs> uh, Drake won video of the year for uh God's plan. Uh, I told you Black Panther won uh, the mo- the movie. Um, 
Bodak Yellow, uh, Cardi's Bodak Yellow was the Viewer's Choice Awards, which Cardi wasn't there, obviously, because she printed But I was wondering why Offset couldn't accept the goddamn award, because <laughs> them niggas was there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, LeBron James won Sportsman of the Year. Um, he didn't even win the finals. He not like Jordan. The, like Jordan wouldn't have lost the finals. Like Jordan played in the 90s. Uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman won Best uh, Male Actor, I believe. Uh, t- listen, let me tell you something. Tiffany fucking Haddish won Best Melanin. His hands. They're hilarious. This motherfucker, listen, I don't give a goddamn, and y'all can call me anti-black. Y'all can call me whatever the fuck you want. Ain't no way in fucking hell Tiffany Haddish should have won Best Damn Female Actor in a category with motherfucking uh, Lupita Nyong'o Goddamn, uh, Letitia Wright, fucking, fucking, um, shit, 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 Angela Bassett, and it was one other person she was in the category with, but there ain't no way in fucking hell Tiffany Haddish should have won that goddamn award. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. This is extremely anti-black, by the way. It's fine. I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, actually, she won. Listen, let me tell you something. Let's tell you something. I, listen, Tiffany. Like my day, actresses was damn actresses. Right. Old ass old nigga. It's fine. It's whatever. But anyway, I know when when the hell she should have won that goddamn award. You in the category of motherfucking Angela Bassett. The fuck? I don't give a damn how good girl trip was. Anyway, um, Beyonce won best female R and B uh pop artist, which fuck it, best best best, best female R and B. You know, Kendrick won best hip hop artist. Uh, he also won album of the year. Uh, Cardi won Best Female Hip Hop Artist. Um, she just started rapping. How's she going to win that over somebody who's been rapping for a long time? Uh, ain't my business. Um, Serena Williams won Sportswoman of the Year. Deborah Lee ass gave her damn self a fucking award. <laughs> Don't she always do that? Y- yes, every year. She do it every year. She gives herself a goddamn award. But let me tell you what BET lost me. These niggas gave multiple people humanitarian awards. And then it's the... They gave multiple people humanitarian awards. These niggas gave Sean King a fucking hero award. Is he even black? (laughs) No. No, the nigga's not black. The nigga is T.I. and Cauliflower. Not a nigga black. Look at how white people treat a nigga black. These niggas gave Sean King, Sean King, an award. Call that nigga a hero, an activist. What? I literally, like, I, I, I swear to God, everybody on my timeline turning into that, turning into that meme of the, when the jazz music stopped. Everybody, everybody was like, nigga, what? Oops, y'all gave oops an award. Okay, BT, BT girl, fuck y'all. Um, also, speaking of fuck you, I, I believe anybody who pissed off that many white people, uh, at some level can earn that award. I, yeah, I probably wouldn't get that shit on TV, but you know. <laughs> um, so also the thing, like them niggas kept, they kept giving us Hotep nigga after Hotep nigga, J. Cole performed, Meek Mill performed, and. <sighs> oh, nigga, did you turn the volume down? So Meek Mill performed, and honestly, it was a good performance. Um, but did you turn your volume down? Uh, I'm gonna be loud. By, by Bianca. But 
on the back of his shirt, uh, on the hoodie he wore, on the back of it, he had a picture of, I believe, the young man who was killed by the police um, most recently. Um, he was running away, and he, um, the police shot him. And then on the front of his hoodie, he had ex- Eagle Super Bowl champs. I, I, dude, that would have made more fucking sense. But he had XX bullet holes on the front of his hood. XX stink. XX that nigga did. Um, and then Jamie gave a monologue. I, <laughs> fuck it, I gotta say it. Jamie basically went full rusty. But without the crack, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was there was no other way for me to say that shit when I said rest of the day. I'm sorry, but Jamie basically went full rusty, but minus the crack, and it was just uh, BT, BT. Oh, why? But yeah, um, but what was good, um. Was they gave a uh, Auntie Anita Baker won the Lifetime Achievement Award? Then they gave a tribute to her. Now, uh, we on the best. So what now? We on the best. So Jamie kicked it off by playing the piano and singing some of her songs. Which that's the element that Jamie is at his best when he just because when he because when he's on the keys. Clowning a little bit, but singing his ass off. That's when Jamie is at his best. And he did the damn thing. He was a great introduction. He didn't sound bad at all. Um, however, I said, Who y'all the best? That's all I care about. Um, you, you'll be all right. I'm going to go through this whole thing. You'll be all right. Uh, then we get to, <sighs> you know, I like Marsha Ambrosia, but. um can't tell. He just called out her name. Nigga. Uh, um, well, good luck. Stop talking uh, about my girlfriend like that. She. Use your words wisely, nigga. That's all I'm saying. She. Uh, she didn't do good. She didn't do a good job at all. I'm sorry. Okay. She, she didn't. She didn't do a good job. She did that thing where she started. To, she starts to oversing, um, okay. which which already is bad enough when you're doing an Anita Baker tribute to begin with, um. But yeah, she she didn't do a good job. Um, then first of all, then they did. Then Lettucey came out, and Lettucey she just she just got a line on her phone that say, "I'm gonna do tributes." <laughs> Every time it's a damn tribute to somebody, Lettucey asks somewhere, "Which get your money, black woman?" But uh, she did okay ish. But uh, um, and then Yolanda Adams who. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Yolanda killed it. Uh, which <laughs> I had a tweet that went viral, kind of viral. Uh, when I said that Yolanda Adams is thick as the Old Testament. Uh, <laughs> and I got some people that are that were real religious that were big mad in my mentions about it. It's fine. In fairness, I've said worse. It's fine. Let me through it. Let the blood of Jesus pray for me. Pray for me. Since talk about Yolanda Adams, pray for me. Um. With your lavender, with with your jelly beats, Venus put out her shuna. But uh, but yeah, yeah, Yolanda killed it. Uh, she took everybody to church, literally, literally. Um, and then Auntie Anita got on stage and 
which will kind of probably segue, which will segue into your rant, Bianca. Uh, Auntie Anita basically got on stage and did a polite wig tug and said that um, the reason a lot of these artists don't sound um, as good as they pro- as they could and should is because the industry um, and these companies don't uh, basically don't do um, artist development anymore. And they just go with whatever, um, whatever will sell. And that some of these young artists, these singles, need to get with some of these old heads um, for, for guidance because that because these companies and the, and the industry don't give a fuck about you. They just want what sells. And uh, yeah, Auntie uh, was not pleased. She was not pleased at all. Uh, so with that said, Bianca, go on your rant because you know that you're gonna do that anyway. I mean. Niggas need to really examine their purchasing habits. Not their listening habits, but their purchasing habits. You probably remember when uh, Ruben started One American Idol. Yes. Yes, I do. And then his album proceeded to go uh, paper mache. Yeah, good. Oof. Good luck. <laughs> that was the first step in the like funeral pyre of R&B as we knew it for a specific types of frame. Because his album, I mean, we talk about, you know, R&B singers uh, not having that power in their voice anymore because they don't sing in the church, which is a completely valid critique, if that's, you know, the truth, which I don't know if it is. I ain't time growing up with these niggas, so I don't know. But, I mean, it, it feels right enough. It, it feels like it has enough veracity to stand on its own. So, sure, okay. They, they're not in the church like they used to be. I get it. Um but lo-fi R&B is what's moving these days. People are looking for their R&B to be a little bit more chill. People are looking for, you know, singers to not oversing songs because what do we do when people oversing? We make fun of them for oversinging. Yeah. So all that all that you're being given, and when I say given, I mean like mainstream, like the majority of the attention. It's it's what people are gravitating to, and it's what people are. Showing, hey, this is this is a thing I like. This is a sound I like. This is a vibe I like. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if you're looking for the full-throated, very heavy singing singer, there's no shortage of those. Um, if the whole point is to, you know, dispute the push that they get or don't get or deserve or what have you, then, yeah, you got some merits to stand on. Some people don't get the push they deserve. Like, straight up. But, where it, where it dies is just this endless pining of, I want that sound back. And it's like, well, if you want that sound, just go listen to that music. It's already there. It's been made already. Um, yeah. You have a music, like most people have access to some degree of a music subscription service. You can hear the things you like and you can use the things you like to introduce you to more things you might like. You know, it might not all be your jam necessarily or your speed, but you can find what I'm just going to term more. Because the conversation seems to always stem around, oh, it's dead. R&B is dead. As, you know, old school hip hop is dead, and it's like, well, yeah, because it's old school. Um, and and the That's thing really the purpose of it being old school, right? Like old old school don't persist um, in that way because if it did, how could we call it old school? It would just be like what the music is. It belongs to the era where it was made, and if you want that, revisit it. Yeah. All our, all our mamas and daddies in whatever city you live in got a station that plays 
the music of, you know, like the Motown era and the Capitol era, records era, and, you know, like the the old school R&B, you know, the Teddy Pendergrasses and, you know, stuff like that. All y'all mama and daddies got that radio station. And pretty soon when we're the ones directing the radio stations, we're going to have our oldies. And it's going to be Usher and Jaheem and um, Mary J. Blige and, you know, that whole little gang of music that came out mid-90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Correct. That's going to be our old school. And when it's time to market it as such, because right now it's, it's, it's just like an older era. Um, when it's time for it to be marketed that way, it will be. It, like the time is coming for it to be that. But until then, stop relying on like terrestrial radio to fuel your musical interests and your musical needs. Like use this damn technology we got and get the shit that you want because you deserve you you worthy human you. But complaining about it ain't gonna bring that sound back and longing for it yearning for it ain't gonna bring that sound back because y'all don't already show what y'all purchasing capital that this ain't this thing was gonna put money in these in, in these uh record companies pockets well, i've already proven that and like i said the first blow for that was when ruben started one american idol and his album you know <laughs> his album went you know off supply goods mm-hmm. This is okay to anybody who's an artist that might be listening to this, but all supplies ain't platinum, and all supplies ain't gold, and all supplies ain't silver. So, so you know, step your step your ear game up. Yeah, I mean it's there. You just got speaking of. I mean, you have to listen. I I didn't know who this young lady was, but she performed at the awards and she killed it, and she can fucking sing. It's um. Say what? She could sing. Yeah, she could sing, and it's um the artist her. I had no idea who that girl was until the BET was, and that girl sang. She got a voice, and and somebody said that uh she she is who Sizzle thinks she is, and that shit had me fucking screaming. <laughs> cause uh cause uh, I was asking people about it, and they and they were saying like they kind of make the same music, but the difference is that her can sing. And she did because the other thing about the BET was they were fucking up everybody's sound, and she sounded great. No problem, by the way. I mean, this is not a new problem, by the way. Right. Uh, and BET was fucking up everybody's sound, and with her performance, even though they fucked up her sound, she still sounded great. That's how you know that girl can sing. So you know what the fuck I'm gonna do? I'm going to go look, invest, and search and listen to her music. You know, like the music, the music that you want, the artists that you want are out there. It's just you. We had listen. The internet is vast now. It ain't like it was back in the day when everybody was getting their same shit from line wire and getting all them goddamn viruses and shit. There is a, there are many ways to find what you like and what you want. You know, instead of complaining and shit, because you know what, that's another show for another day. Um, I'm sick of y'all fucking complaints. I'm gonna say it. Short and sweet, but uh, you know what? That's gonna be the show title for this week. Short and sweet. Um, so yeah, and uh, one more thing, and then we're gonna get up out of here because my black ass gotta go to bed. Uh, <clears throat> shit, excuse me. Um, Nicki Minaj, Perfect. Damn, I, I mean to cut y'all. Hello, uh, what, what were you saying? I was on uh, Nicki Minaj, girl, fuck you. Up there, up there, up there. That, this is why you. 
I, I do not like Nikki. I really do not like her. And I wish she would just be, excuse me, language, but I wish she would just be bitch enough to own the fact that she taking subliminal shots at Cardi and just own that shit and stop being a scary bitch. Because, first of all, you don't roll, and we ain't talked about it on here, but you don't roll this damn um, I am woman, um, I'm owning my sexuality, blah, 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 sex positive, whatever the fuck, you know, don't, don't fuck a nigga, he broke, and blah, 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 blah. Then you gonna get your goddamn freakazoid faced ass on on Al Green's internet talking about with some goddamn respectability politics and shit. Then in the same motherfucking week that you talking about, oh, I didn't know that my music was making girls basically turn into prostitution. Your motherfucking ass got a song called Rich Fucking Sex. Girl, if you don't get the fuck. And again, it's it's you But the race to China, just the race in China though. Put your remedial rapping ass. Girl, Nikki girl, fuck you. They ain't gonna send out these these little subliminals and like it. Of course, you would have a problem with sex work now, since that a, a former ex sex worker who still raps about it and is actually and actually is real and not fake like your ass. Of course, Nikki would have issues with this, with this shit now because she threatened and she don't want to admit it. She's gonna throw a mid life crisis then at the goddamn BT award doing Cardi's um signature um. Bird sound that she made. When the fuck Nikki started doing that shit? Not never. We gonna talk about keep your legs closed. Then you get on the motherfucking BT wall with your legs cocked, eager opening shit. Girl, fuck you. With that mother, with that mother ass weed she had. Nikki, girl, fuck you. Oh, I can't stand her. I really can't. I hate her. I hate Nikki. Bad look. The opposite of what Curtis be saying. Curtis be saying, good luck, everybody. Bad luck, Nikki. I wish nothing but bad things upon Nicki Minaj, and I stand by that. Don't edit that shit out, done. I said what the fuck I said. To tell them niggas why you mad, son. Oh, I can't stand her. Fuck Nicki Minaj. Fuck Nicki Minaj and anybody that love But that's it. I'm done. I'm old. I'm hungry and angry and sleepy. I need to take my ass to bed because I got to Get up and work for the white man. I hate slavery. Um, <laughs> Bianca, you got anything to add before we get up out of here? I We be a week away from uh, learning where where our man is going to be playing next year, and um, it's going to be real interesting to see him land on a team with stars and him thinking that he's one of them and he isn't one of them. Mm. Good luck. I am. I am excited. I, good luck, Tyreek. Good luck. Um, fun basketball. Fun basketball. Beautiful waves. Beautiful waves. Um, and for the whole rest of the Tyreek hive, we out your gang shit. Um, gang, gang. So yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, we're gonna get a hot of here. Um, I'm gonna try to go into the niggy bag pot to see if we can get a guest on. Um, Cause it's like, we also we gonna do our bring it back on time. I'm going to make a point for us to do it on time this this month. What well, next month? Um. So yeah, be a greater hole, not a hater hole. Uh, we will see y'all back next week. Thank you to everybody that's been leaving us ratings. Um, we've been getting new ratings on the um, iTunes charts. I see y'all. We I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Um, no new reviews, but that's fine. Or review, or rating, or both, or either or is fine. It's helping out the show. We thank y'all. Get us, um, get us this hashtag content spread to the masses. This hashtag content. Um, and you know, I think I'm gonna change that to the, the tagline to the show in the show notes. Um, hashtag content. But yeah, we out. Peace.